Welcome to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. Have you found yourself trapped on the weight loss journey, losing and regaining the same 20 pounds? Are you tired of starving yourself, eating less calories than your toddler, and making the gym your second home is just not an option? Then you're in the right place. Hi, I'm Anna J. Fit, weight loss and mental fitness coach, and in this podcast, I'll teach you exactly what to do to lose the weight sustainably and never gain it back. Let's dive in. What's going on, my beautiful ladies? Welcome back to the show. And today I'm going to be sharing with you all three super valuable weight loss hacks that have the potential to help you ladies really jumpstart your weight loss journey and get these next 20, 30, 40, 50 plus pounds off of you in the next couple weeks and months. So before I dive into this, right? I want to make sure that I say this. These weight loss hacks are going to sound so simple, so straightforward. Like, wow, that's it? That's that's the hack? Yes, that's the hack. And the reason why it's so important that I share that with y'all today is because I have noticed something. In all of the conversations in my DMs, on weight loss consultation calls, etc., One thing I've noticed is that a lot of the women out here who are trying to permanently get 20 plus pounds off, right, that meaning never regaining them, is that a lot of you ladies have this idea or this preconceived notion that everything about weight loss has to be so complex. It has to be so fancy. It has to be so complicated and difficult. And there are certain things for sure. Like when we're talking about how to properly work out, right? Proper form, the right exercises for your body type. Uh, How much should you be eating? How much protein does your body require? Yeah. Okay. Things like that. There is definitely a, a scientific aspect to it. Okay. For sure. But when it comes to actually setting up a lifestyle that sets you up for success in the long term, meaning you don't gain the weight back after losing it. It's really more so about small yet very significant tweaks in how you're living every single day. That's something that I've really realized in this last decade of coaching women on their weight loss journeys is that it's about teaching my clients how they can do those small things differently, right, in their every day lives. That's the thing that really adds up to massive transformations and real real success. So I wanted to give you all that disclaimer first. I know that these hacks are going to sound pretty simple, but do not let that deter you. Don't let that fool you because this journey is not about doing the fancy, complicated crap out here that no one can ever sustain or stick with. It's actually about making small changes in your everyday life that do really make sense. So that's why I want to focus today in this episode on delivering these three massive life-changing weight loss hacks. And I also had a conversation with my own clients about these these three hacks and the difference that it's making in their own lives. So the first one is order your groceries online. Before you say, oh, I don't have the money for that. I got to pay the extra $4.99. I got to pay the extra whatever fee, you know, that Instacart takes or the Kroger or Walmart online uh, system, right? Plus, if you're doing the delivery to your home, then it's proper etiquette to also tip 
the delivery person, right? I get it. But hear me out. So I religiously, faithfully, every single week, order all of my groceries one time. It's usually Saturday or Sunday. I order everything once for the entire week, and I use Instacart. Several reasons. Number one, I'm a very busy mom. I have two kids. If you're a mom listening to this, how do you feel about taking your kids to the grocery store? Please elaborate. Okay, we all know as moms that this is an absolute nightmare because it's, uh, you get to the cereal aisle and all of a sudden they want four boxes of cereal, but that's not that wasn't even on the list. Y'all didn't agree to that. Now they throw in tantrums because they also want the crackers on the cracker aisle. You get to the milk section, the dairy product section. Oh, they also want the yogurts, but nobody had put this on the list to begin with. And by the way, I don't care how old your kids are. They doing this at all ages. It just kind of looks differently, right? Like my six-year-old son, it's pouting. But mom, oh, you're mean. You're so mean when I say no, right? But it's all kinds of drama while he's sitting in the buggy. Drama the entire time. Now, my daughter, she's about to be 14. And with her, she may not be really, she's not doing the drama part, but it's still annoying because even though I'm having the conversations with my kids in the parking lot, and I know y'all going to relate to this. When we go in the store, y'all going to be doing this, that. There's no yelling. There's no running. There's no screaming. This is not a playground. Don't start tickling one another. We're not doing that in here. And also, everything that's on this list is what we're buying, and we're not deviating from the list. Okay, well, my daughter, she's almost 14. She gets it, and she still manages Every two, three aisles, here she goes. She's going to grab something else, put it in my face. Mom, please, please, mom. No, okay, I know, like, I know that this wasn't on the list, but mom, please, can I? I just realized that it probably would make more sense if, listen, ain't nobody got time for all this. It's a nightmare. So that's the first reason why it really ends up making your life a lot easier if you just program yourself to order all the groceries for the entire week online. It saves you on headaches and drama because you're not dragging children into a grocery store. And the grocery store is kind of like a toy store for kids. Seriously, they want everything that's in there. The second reason why all the clients I work with and all the women I talk to every single week the concern is always, coach, I ain't got time. I just don't have time to meal prep. I don't have time to focus on what to eat in order for me to lose weight. That's why I go to McDonald's and Zaxby's and Popeye's. And that's why I order pizza every Friday night too, because I don't have time to cook. I don't have time to get groceries, etc. Listen, if you just order all of your groceries for the week, one time and somebody else does the work. So someone else is roaming down every single aisle, grabbing everything that you and your family needs. Okay, and you go and pick it up or you do delivery if you want to pay the extra fees. That's on you. Either way, how much time does that save you? So for me, I timed it. It saves me an hour and a half to two hours every single week of doing it that way versus me going to the store and or also dragging my children with me. Forget it. Packing up everything in the trunk, driving, driving to the store. Right. Get the groceries, fight with my kids. Then get out of the grocery store, pack everything up in my trunk, and then drive home. Two hours. The other reason why 
before you start going up in arms about how expensive Instacart and whatever other online grocery, you know, ordering services cost, you spend more money inside of the grocery store. Like if you're standing inside of the grocery store getting your own groceries, you are going to spend more money. Oh, why is that? It's a psychological thing. So you have on your list that you're going to buy this one family size box of cereal. You know what happens? You go to the cereal aisle and you're looking at the Rice Krispies that you had on your list. But guess what? Kellogg's just came out with a new brand of Special K. Now it's not just the regular strawberry kind. It's not just the regular chocolate chip kind. Now they combined both of them and sprinkled some Oreos on top. Now you see that and you're like, oh my God, I have to have that too. Mm, There you go. Grab an additional box of cereal that you would have never grabbed had you ordered your groceries online because you wouldn't even have known that they existed. Right or wrong. Exactly. Then you get to the granola bar aisle and you're like, yeah, I'm going to only get the high protein type that's like low on sugar, high on fiber. Guess what? You grab that one. Then you look to your left and you find another type of granola bar that you absolutely must have too. Then you go to the cleaning aisle. You said you were going to get one tub of wipes, but then you discover that they have five new scents that you had never heard of. You're like, wow, Lysol, y'all are really going all out. I got to have all five of these scents. Do you see what I'm saying? It's a psychological thing. Please do not sit there and try to argue this with me because I know how women act in grocery stores because I do it too. The only reason why I still go to the grocery store is because I put together every single month new snack lists for my clients. Um, I add new snack ideas on their meal plans every single week. I do, you know, live on my stories, lives on my social media where I talk about, you know, food options that you can incorporate into your nutrition, right? Into your diet. That's the only reason why I go to the grocery store. And what happens even to me here and there when I've made an exception, not used Instacart, I went into Aldi's and Aldi's isn't even Walmart. So it's not like you got 50,000 extra aisles. And I spent $50 both times that I went in the last month, both times I spent $50 more on groceries than I normally do when I respect my budget and I do it through Instacart. Just saying. So it saves you on time. It saves you on headaches. It saves you on money. And the ultimate benefit here is that it keeps you on track for the entire week. As long as you sit down, you build your menu for the week, you order all the groceries, excuse me, Based on that menu. So yes, it takes a little bit of planning. It takes a little bit of preparing. But then you go to your computer or you do it on the app. Instacart has an app. And I'm not an affiliate. I'm not getting paid for this, by the way. This is not an ad. But whatever app you may use, I use Instacart. On your phone, you just very quickly, easily, simply add all the ingredients, all the foods you're going to need for the entire week. This is literally what happens in my household. I've transitioned most of my clients to ordering all their groceries online. For those of them that do not want to pay the extra fee or tip somebody to deliver the groceries to their home on their doorstep, they do the pickup option, which saves you a couple of dollars. That's up to you. But you're still saving the money because you're not in the store buying all the excess crap. You're still saving on drama because the kid's not going into the store. And you're still saving on time. 
right? So it's an amazing system. It sounds super simple, very straightforward. I get it. But this right here changes the game entirely. So that's weight loss hack number one for the ladies who are serious about dropping 20 plus pounds in the coming weeks, right? Order your groceries online. And I gave y'all plenty of examples and I even demonstrated how this has changed the game for me on so many levels. So I'm sticking with this and so are my clients. Speaking of, if you are serious about dropping your next 20 pounds plus in the next couple of weeks, I have three slots right now open for the next enrollment in my weight loss coaching program. The new clients coming in, the new set of clients coming in, they start on uh, the 16th. Yes. On the 16th. So you definitely want to grab a spot. Now I have the program video with the application attached. It's added in the show notes. So if you're interested in finding out more about how my program works, how I get my clients, these amazing results, hurry up, Click on the video link inside of the show notes. It's going to take you straight to the program video where I explain exactly the work that I do and how I get my clients to do those amazing results. So listen, if you have not been succeeding so far on your weight loss journey between 2022 and in the new year, you already failed on all your weight loss new year resolutions, right? Or your fitness ones. It's not too late. But what is holding you back from making 2023 the best year of your life when it comes to taking back control over your health, turning everything back around to boost your confidence levels so that you, honey, can be half naked or wearing the, the bikini of your dreams or the swimsuit or with the shorts or whatever it is on your next trips in May, June, July, and August without having to wear cover-ups. Right. I'm just saying, but it's time for you to turn all of this around, take back control. If you have not been figuring it out on your own, it is time to hire me as your coach and make 2023 the best year of your life. So watch your program video and submit your application to grab some spots to join us next week for the new enrollment. Moving on to weight loss hack number two. Focus on increasing your daily step count goal. Again, just like the first hack, this sounds super simplistic. Oh, surely, coach, that ain't going to make no difference in my life. Mm-mm-mm-mm-mm. No, 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 no. Don't do that. We're not going to let those limiting beliefs kick in and stop us from greatness, the greatness that we deserve, the body that you deserve to live in, okay? Increasing your daily step count goal actually adds up to a massive transformation over a period of time. The next couple of weeks, the next couple of months of doing that consistently, it helps you burn an extra couple of hundred calories every single day just by doing that. So for me, for example, I'm gonna give you a personal, uh, you know, testimonial here, but so before COVID, I was working out in the world, I was out in the world, I was outside, like they say, right? And um, I was primarily, you know, focused on my hospice career. That was my full-time gig. That was prior to COVID. And I was in and out of nursing homes. I was roaming up and down hospital floors, right? 
uh, going in and out of doctors, uh, clinics, etc. Educating physicians, educating nurses, social workers, discharge planners, you name it, about the hospice benefit and how you know, to use it, implement it, and then also helping them have these tough conversations with the patients that were at the end of their life and really needing this benefit. That's what I did. I averaged a lot of steps every single day. And prior to COVID, I didn't even have, I didn't own an Apple Watch, didn't have a Fitbit, I didn't have a tracking device. The only thing that I had that would keep track of my steps was my iPhone. And I always carried it with me everywhere because I always had to be reachable because of the type of job I was doing because it was all remote, um, you know, remote as in out in the field. So the people from the office, if we had a new patient referral or anything like that, they would always have to be able to contact me. So I always had my phone on me. Every step was being monitored by my phone, right? And so I do know that I was easily getting 10, sometimes even 20,000 steps in in a day, depending on how many facilities I went to or how many hospitals, et cetera. When COVID hit, just like the rest of the world, for the most part, um, I ended up, you know, totally isolated at home, you know, just homebody all of a sudden when I had been very much an outside body before. So I'm at home and I started realizing that my activity level went like drastically down. And this is something that I hear a lot from conversations that I'm having with you ladies. It's that you, your activity level has significantly been cut back, right? Over the last couple of years. And for most of us, it has been due to COVID. The restrictions and the fact that a lot of us transitioned to working from home, whereas before COVID, it wasn't all that common to do that. Now it's like normal. So anyways, so once I realized that I was like, oh, I gotta, I gotta counter this right now because otherwise I'm gonna start gaining weight. And, you know, I had lost a significant amount of weight for those who don't know, but I lost over 50 pounds right years ago and have successfully kept the weight off for years also. So I'm still aware and conscious of the fact that all the things that I did to drop the weight, I also have to continue to maintain them in my life. This is a lifestyle. That's what I teach my clients. And that's what I'm talking about every episode in some way or another on the podcast. So having a high to moderate activity level in my everyday life, that's something that, of course, I need to continue maintaining, right? And so once I realized that my activity level significantly decreased, I was not being as mobile, I was not being act- as active, and um, just at home. I was like, wait a second, I have to do something now. I got to get more creative now so that I don't start gaining weight because my lifestyle has changed, right? And I think a lot of you ladies can relate to that. So I went and invested in what to me was a very expensive Apple Watch, but everyone was just, you know, bragging about the Apple Watch so much and I heard so many good things about it. I was like, you know what? This is going to keep me motivated. It's going to help me get back active. And what I found out when I first started wearing the Apple Watch was that on average for me working at home for this new lifestyle of mine, I was averaging about 2000 steps per day. Okay, so that's basically like me getting up every now and then from my desk, going to the kitchen, grab water, uh, grab lunch, grab a snack, go to the bathroom, wash my hands. Like basically that was it. 
So that total, that added up to about 2,000 steps per day. So for me, that was alarming. I'm like, whoa, I went from like 10, 20,000 steps every single day to all of a sudden I'm down to 2,000. That's like drastic. What can I do to change that in a sustainable manner, in a manner that makes sense? Ladies, no, not zero to 100. Oh, I only walked 2,000 steps per day. Oh my God. Everyone talks about how you need to get 10,000 steps per day. So now I'm going to do that. I'm going to shoot for 10,000. No. What I did instead was, just like I teach my clients, it's a gradual approach. Where am I today? What can I improve gradually, right? Through sustainable steps. So for me, my next goal became, all right, for the next couple of weeks, I'm going to shoot for 4,000 steps. That's going to be my goal now. So I'm doubling my daily step count goal. And I'm just going to try to get creative and add more steps in that way. So what I did that, now that I made that my goal and I committed every single day, I was playing around with options, creativity. What can I do? What fits into my work day? That's also going to help me get more steps in. So I managed to get to 4,000 steps consistently for a couple of weeks. Then all of a sudden it became second nature. It was like normal to me. Why? Because I built a new habit. So then I was like, 4,000 is still too low. I'm going to, I'm going to aim for 6,000 now. So same thing. Gradually, I worked my way up to 6,000 steps. I stuck with that. It worked. Boom. This is second nature to me. Now I can't sit my butt down half the time. I got to get my steps in. This is normal now. So the creativity for me was and how I fit it into my workday, how I fit it into my business, how I fit it into everything that I do was every time I am responding to DMs, whether it's on Instagram, whether it's on Facebook, when I'm commenting back, when I'm responding back to comments uh, on my reels, on my posts, on my lives, any of the social media stuff that I do, when I'm responding to emails to condition myself to jump up, jump up from my desk and do all of that while, while walking around my house. So that's literally how I managed to double my steps in the first couple of weeks and then ultimately triple them by making sure, making it a habit. Every single time I am in the DMs, walk, get up and get my steps in. Every time I'm responding to emails, do it while standing, walk around the house. And eventually, because I became so consistent with it, I was like, you know what? In fact, I can take this to the next step. A treadmill would probably be super helpful and useful for me. One of my friends happened to want to get rid of her treadmill because she wanted to upgrade. Me, I was on the budget. I was like, I don't want to spend, you know, a lot of money on like the Nordic track and what and the the Peloton treadmill one day, maybe, but I was like, I don't really want to do that right now because I just want to prove to myself that I can be committed, consistent, and this is going to be sustainable for me before I drop a couple thousand dollars on the treadmill. So I got hers for just a few bucks. And what I started doing was instead of walking around my house so much, when I was responding to comments, emails, in the DMs, etc., even sometimes um, checking calls, accountability calls, things like that, I would just get on the treadmill. So now I'm averaging literally in a workday, eight to 10,000 steps. And it's all been because I've been thinking outside of the box. I made a commitment. I proved to myself that I could be consistent by gradually increasing my steps from month to month. Ladies, this is a very simple hack that literally can transform your entire journey if you let it. Remember, it's not about the 50,000 things 
that you can do drastically different between Sunday night and Monday morning, expecting to be a totally different human being next week. That's not what sticks. That's not what works. It's identifying all of the little things in our lives that maybe are not all the way dialed in. How can I tweak those? How can I improve them? So just like weight loss hack number one about ordering your groceries online, it changes the game like I broke down for so many reasons. It sounds very simple though. It's very manageable, right? But it makes a difference. Increasing your step count goal every single every single week, month, etc. on a gradual basis, that tr- transforms your journey. It makes a difference. It transforms your body and the state of your health because you are now burning an extra couple hundred calories per day even though you're not quote unquote working out. You can be literally meal prepping and blasting some Zumba music at the same time and dancing while you meal prep. Don't tell me you don't have time. Don't tell me this doesn't sound pleasant or fun. Don't tell me, well, I don't have time to go hike three miles every single day to get my steps in. Well, no one's asking you to do that. There are so many other ways. But again, get out of your head and stop thinking that everything that's going to make you successful on this journey has to be super complicated, complex, fancy, hanging off the wall. I got to be able to do uh, handstand push-ups. No. None of that is true. So that brings me to weight loss hack number three. Implement a morning routine. I just had this conversation with one of my clients yesterday um, as I was talking about this on a live segment on my Facebook page. And she said that her morning devotional has absolutely changed the game for her when it comes to her eating habits, how it's impacted her cravings, uh, her dietary choices throughout the day. Okay, maybe you're sitting there thinking, what the hell does a morning routine have to do with what I'm eating throughout the day? Well, well, bear with me because I'm about to break that down. I'm going to make this super clear to you. It's going to be eye-opening. It's going to really change, change your perspective on this. So this particular client, her morning routine before she came to me There wasn't one. So this is literally how her mornings went. Snooze, snooze, hit snooze, hit snooze, and hit snooze again. She would do that for literally like 45 minutes. That's how many times she would snooze, okay? And then what happened was she would end up rolling out of bed at the very last second, right? You know how it is. Like, you know how you know, hey, like the latest that I can roll out of bed and, th- and that the kids are going to be on time to school and the dog will have, will have peed and ate it. I would have grabbed what I need to grab, got ready and made it to work on time. That's what I'm talking about. Last second. So snooze, 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 snooze 15 times. Wasted 40 freaking minutes of her life. Rolls out of bed at the last second. Runs to her daughter's bedroom. Wakes up her daughter frantically every single morning. Why? Because you woke up at the last second. You're in a bad mood. You're already stressed out. This is how you you open your eyes, stressed the fuck out. Woke, wakes up her daughter. Um, the mood is already not the greatest because you're already on autopilot. Okay? Work hasn't even started. The day hasn't even started. Traffic hasn't even hit you yet. Nothing else has happened. You haven't even gotten the 50,000 calls from customers, rude customers yet. You already stressed out and in a bad mood. Why? All because of the lack, lacking morning routine. So 
grabs her daughter, rush, 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 hurry up, hurry up, everybody got to be all set, right? Run out the house every single morning, last minute, try to make sure that her daughter makes it to school on time. Priority number one. Drop the daughter off at school, boom, fight traffic on the way to work. Uh, close to work or on the way to work, I should say, pass a Dunkin', pass a McDonald's, pass a Starbucks. Okay. So she kind of had a rotation system going on. So sometimes it would be McDonald's. Sometimes it was Dunkin', sometimes Starbucks on the way to work. I got another five minutes left before I'm late. Boom. Swerve into this drive through grab a Frappuccino, you know, a, a, a donut, a chocolate glazed with sprinkles, donut. Uh, a mocha, whatever, a latte, something like she definitely was not discriminating. When I saw her, my my fitness pal, um, food logs, like from the three weeks prior to actually starting the program, I'm not lying to y'all. This is literally what her mornings were like. So Dan get to like frantically drink, uh, the 500 calorie drink with like 60 grams of sugar. Mm -hmm. If you don't believe me, go look at the websites. Uh, you know, eats the donut, the pastry, the egg sandwich, croissant, whatever. Boom. That's another like three, four, five hundred, six hundred calories, depending on what she would grab. Sit at her desk and boom, get slammed. One phone call after another, one email after another. She's in customer service. So, you know, I already know dealing with people all day, every day, that can be quite stressful and rough. So, And then at her desk in her little cubicle, because every single call was stressful, job is super demanding, she rolled out of the bed at the the last second, fueled her body with nothing but trash on the way to work, and was already heightened and in fight or flight mode from the second she woke up. What happens at her cubicle? Mm, Open up the drawer. Stress eat, stress eat, stress eat, stress eat. Open up the drawer again. Bag of chips. Stress eat, stress eat, stress eat in between phone calls. Open up the drawer again. Boom. Now or later. Starburst. Now or later. Starburst. Stress eat, stress eat, and stress eat some more. Do you see where I'm going with this? The day continues on. She been at her cubicle for the, for the next nine hours doing this shit right here. Phone call after phone call after phone call, email after email. Not getting up, not drinking water, not eating proper meals. Glued to the desk and all she's doing is stress eating. Because she got all this crap inside of her drawers and she's chewing on all of it mindlessly all day long. Not even realizing she just consumed a couple thousand calories. No lie. Dan gets off work, has a meal prepped, didn't plan, nothing. Rushes through traffic, go pick up. Go pick up her daughter, take her to cheerleading practice. Boom, here we go, next thing. End up in another drive-thru because her cravings are through the roof. Why? Because this chick is in fight-or-flight mode all day long, which activates a number of atrocious cravings for sweets, for greasy, for junk, high-calorie, but poor on nutrition type of foods. That's what happens. Like, it triggers literally your nervous system, Right? Because you're constantly in fight or flight mode all day long. And then it really has an impact and an effect. It trickles down to every single choice you're making when it comes to what you put into your body. It all starts, it all trickles down from I've been hitting snooze 15 times. When those 40 minutes, my nervous system needed those 40 minutes to reset, to go within, 
to be grounded, to bring calm into my system. And to go into the day 40 minutes later with an uplifted, empowered, grounded, grateful attitude and mindset. So now, because this is one of the first things that we implemented when she started the program, she's like, wow, every morning I'm starting off my day refreshed. I'm not hitting snooze. I'm not rolling out of bed at the last second. I've actually noticed noticed that I'm more energized. What happens also, she not only has a time for her devotionals, so she comes out of the devotional feeling good, feeling like she just nourished her body, mind, and soul. But then when she comes out of her room, no one else is awake because she's awake before, you know, her partner and also her daughter. So it's calm and quiet in the house. She has time to make her coffee in her own kitchen. She has time to prep herself something for breakfast, whether it's a protein shake, a hard-boiled egg, uh, a handful of grapes, or it's like egg whites, spinach with cheese, something to put on her stomach. So these 40 minutes change the game for my clients because now in those 40 minutes, she's had the ability to feed her mind, feed her soul, and feed her body with top-notch nutrition, top-notch, valuable, right, fuel. So now, by the time she wakes up her daughter, my client, she's already in a good mood. She's feeling good. Life is great. Wakes up her daughter calmly. Now this trickles down to her daughter. Daughter is less likely to have a nasty-ass attitude. She's getting ready quicker. She's not dragging her feet because her the mom's energy It's all intertwined, y'all. It is. You can't, like, you can't deny this. And then they leave the house on time. Daughter gets to school on time. Guess what my client does? She's in traffic. Instead of yelling at people, getting mad, getting all hype and shit, she's feeling a lot calmer. She doesn't stop at a drive-thru because she actually had time to fuel her body appropriately at home. She gets to her office. She sits down at her desk, at her cubicle. Not only did we also make an effort to make sure that she didn't have all that junk in her cubicle anymore, because that's a great one too. Um, Excuse me. You know, stop having a lot of this shit like that in that close proximity and available because there's no use for that. But I didn't even make her throw any of that stuff away. But she eventually told me that she noticed that throughout her workday, she has less cravings. That even though the demand is still high, the stress levels are high, etc., she hasn't been feeling like reaching for something and mindlessly eating and snacking all freaking day. She didn't make the correlation. But when she told me this, I said, this is why implementing a positive, uplifting, empowering morning routine is so vital and crucial when it comes to regulating and healing your nervous system, taking some of the overload off of it, because then it has an impact on your mood, on your attitude, on your energy, on your vibe. And guess what else? It also has an impact on your nutritional and your food and your dietary decisions and choices throughout the rest of the day, because you no longer are so stressed out and in fight or flight mode because you already put something Um, that is nutritious and helpful for your body on your stomach early in the morning. 
your cravings have diminished, right? You are not as quote unquote hungry for all the junk, the greasy, the sweet, the super salty types of foods. So she didn't really make the connection. But then we had that conversation where she gave me that feedback and I was like, honey, that's, that's the reason why, that's part of the reason why I wanted to make sure that you were getting up earlier instead of snoozing 15 times and take care of your mind, of your soul, and then how it trickles down to your body, right? So do not discredit this. Do not allow your uh, limiting beliefs to minimize these three weight loss hacks that I just shared with you. I cannot stress enough how implementing all three of these can be an absolute game changer on your weight loss and fitness journey. And it's not even can be, will be an absolute game changer for you in your everyday life. So don't forget, if you are ready to transform your body, uh, your health, your confidence levels in 2023, now is the time. Click on the program video in the show notes, fill out the application, submit that over so I can review it, and then we can have a chit-chat about you know, enrolling you into the program in the coming weeks to turn 2023 around for you. How much longer are you going to wait? How much longer are you going to sleep on your body, on your health, on your goals, on your happiness? Because you deserve that. You deserve better. So I hope that these three weight loss hacks make a huge difference in your life. I know they have the potential to do so. Remember to keep a smile on your face. Spread love and positivity to those around you. And above all, ladies, remember that you deserve to live in the body of your dreams. Peace. Thank you for listening to the Women Winning at Weight Loss podcast. If you found today's episode valuable, make sure to share it with other women in your life and head over to Facebook to join the Women Winning at Weight Loss community. We'll see you there.